What time is Daddy planning on dropping you off? I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it, but I think... Well, if our we, flight's at 1230, then you... We need to be, be there, there by 1115, because ever, I'm, we're going to leave here. At, I'm going to say to Daddy, I want to leave at a quarter to 11, because we always run into traffic, and we should be there no later. But it's also like a Thursday. Okay, but you know what? They also board early, so I think we should definitely be there by 1115. They're going to be... We, we board... You board 30 minutes before, so, yes, so. we'll board at noon. So, so yeah, 1115, and that you should be comfortable and not feeling freaked out. Okay, so I want him to leave here about 20 to 11, because we always have problems on the tall road. Okay, I think Should that's I fine. Around? Yeah. Oh, wait, will you grab my Topo Chico, mm -hmm. bitch? So I really need to get in the habit at the beginning of the podcast. I need to say, like, who we are, what it's about, because... We don't know how many new listeners we might get every episode. Take it away. Okay, I'm really bad at that. But hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Ellen, her mama. What we do is basically I've been a blogger for uh, almost a decade now. And and I've been reading blogs for longer. Yes. And Ellen is one of my biggest fans and everyone loves Ellen. So we have. Well, not everyone. Yeah, everyone. A lot of people. <laughs> we have <laughs> my readers write in life advice questions for us to answer because we pretty much just tell like it is. We don't like to sugarcoat anything. I'm pretty sure your ex-boyfriends don't like me a lot. Okay, let's move on. Well, you don't like them either. That's it's true. So it's it all it's works out. It's a mutual disadmiration. It's Memorial Day, Emma. It is? You know that it I is. I had no idea. Of course you did. <laughs> it is. It's Memorial Day, and we're spending it recording podcasts for you guys. I had nothing else planned. So Neither did I. I know you did. Which, can I please say, every... Every year, I and this is this is actually this goes very well with the topic for today. The question that we're answering: Every year, I never have plans on Memorial Day. Every year, every year, I never have plans on any holiday. And I just want to tell you, growing up, my mother used to always lose it on the holidays. And so, oh, that sounds really familiar. I haven't lost it today. Well, you lose it on like you lose it on holidays that are where it. It um, something's expected of you, like cooking a meal, yes, buying presents, Christmas. Right. My favorite holiday is the Halloween big happiest ones. That's when you're losing it. That's the only one that I'm happy is Halloween because I don't have to do anything but hand out candy or choose not to, and just I don't have to get presents. And it's just a it's just a happy holiday because all you're doing is eating candy. You don't there's nothing else that's required of you. But you do get a little up in arms every year depending on how many kids come to the door. That's true. If I'm going to sit here and make individual bags stuffed with five items each. And, and she always picks the best items. They're quality They items. really are. Like, it's like that bag you get and you're really like, we have to hit it. this house. All right. And I put them in a special basket like on Little Red Riding Hood. And every time the bell rings, <laughs> I kind of skip to the front door and I say to your father, oh my God, there's 10 people out there. <laughs> and he just sits in the other room eating pizza because that's our tradition to have pizza on Halloween. And no, I didn't know that. You do, you do know that. Where'd you get pizza? Where, you like, do you get it that? fresh? No, I mean... Because they're very... My parents really love to get pizza, freeze it, and reheat it right, for meals for guys, months. They ration it. Emma. What? I'm trying to talk here. When you were younger, you don't remember us ordering in pizza like the Domino's or... What's yeah, the I remember other that, one? but I guess I just don't remember it being specifically on It's always on we're Halloween. doing pizza. Even if I have frozen pizza, it's going to be defrosted and it's going to be 
God, I love Heated. pizza so much. Me too. I it's want some bad. right now. So I bad. like you know what I like even better is spaghetti. My spaghetti, just spaghetti sauce and pasta. That is like my oh, it's so. Me too. Really, really Andy? that's my number one comfort food. Like I always that is, ask. That's the ultimate comfort food for me. Me too. I but just mine's love more it. like you like marinara red sauce because like you're weird about chunks and meat. No, I put meat in my ground. Oh, okay. I, that's. I think it's probably because of you and that you made it so often when you were growing up and I loved it. But my number one is like a big bowl of fresh pasta with a delicious red sauce, like meat, like bolognese. You make a different sauce than the one I originally gave you to make. I do, but I honestly, I should go back to the one that you gave me to when make. When I used to make that when you girls were growing up, I would use a pound of ground meat, and that horrifies me now because I use a quarter of a pound. Oh, I use a pound. No, I, I know. I you can't. use, like, no meat in that, and you, you don't use any meat in your chalupa, the chalupa mix. No, I use a quarter of a pound. That's nothing. It's plenty. It's not. It's plenty. And if I make my chalupa mix with People chip- eat a quarter pounder burger as their meal. That's a quarter pound of That's meat. That's what I had last night for dinner was a quarter pounder. And that wasn't too much for you. It was just enough. So you should do half a oh, pound. I was, I was stuffed, honey. But I did fit in a milkshake after dinner. Of I course. Had, I had to have a chocolate milkshake. I, it I, is Memorial Day weekend. So let me, like, let's get back to that for a second. So my Memorial Day weekend, um, on Saturday was my best friend's birthday. Um, and it was a very low-key day. And I tried to order Chick-fil-A on favor because that's where I was like once I got back is that where they deliver it to you yes yes and favor started out really great I absolutely hate it it is it's it's like the American Airlines of food delivery like there's always a problem there's always a delay someone will say that they're it'll say like Kesha is getting your order and then they'll go through five more people they'll keep switching it off that's awful it's so bad and they'll cancel it I my Chick-fil-A thing got canceled out of nowhere. I would have hit the ceiling. I was so upset, but then I just went to my backup, and I got Whataburger. And oh, I was really good. proud of myself because I... I love a Whatty. I love a Whatty. And I could have done a full adult-sized hamburger, but I was like, you know what, Emma? Portion control. Did you do Junior? Did you do Junior? Did you do Try to say that. Did you do Junior? Did you do Junior? Did you do Junior? I got a kid's burger and fries, and and it was just enough. And you know what? I woke up two pounds less yesterday, girl. Wait a minute. Is a kid's burger different than a junior burger? No, they're the same exact thing. That's what I thought. Yeah. I like to say junior. It just sounds more adult. Oh, wow. Um, I went to Katie Trail Ice House yesterday, and I was told there that there's a kid's burger, and if you're an adult and you order it, they charge you three extra dollars. So it's basically ends up being the same price and they'll just try and say, they'll try and talk you into just getting the adult and you have to be like, no, I don't want all that food. That's the point. That's fine. I'll pay the same price. I just don't want all the food. I'm trying to be thin and pretty and and purse first. Purse first. Purse first. I didn't order it. I just heard that story. Well, this is what I used to do. I would go to McDonald's, say, and Daddy and I were talking about that yesterday. We we used to dine in, and uh, so I don't. I don't think that people listening know this, but we lived in Connecticut from for ten years. For ten years, so Til no, were, for eight years. No, ten years. But because I was born ten in, long hellish years. I was ten. I was born in L.A. And then we moved to Connecticut. Like how fast? Very like for I the fall. I, you were born in April, and we were there by the fall. Oh my for god! School. I thought we lived in LA and for two years. No. Oh my god! Well, I like I'm saying I thought I was there for two years. I don't remember that, Emma. Oh wow! 
Okay, so it doesn't matter. We, the, we grew the, up in the bottom line is we lived in Connecticut for ten. And yes, and it was horrifying. Um, for me and Emma. Yeah, real bad stuff. <laughs> I fed off of Ellen. I don't know if you're surprised. Right? <laughs> Nobody would be surprised. As a four year old, I was like, oh, this is so hard living here. <laughs> you were not like that at all. <laughs> I tried to make it happy for you, but it was difficult. We dined in constantly at Burger King and Taco Bell. I'll never forget that. And, and you almost died at Taco Bell. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Um, Another time. That's for another really, podcast. Uh, I'm taking my hair down because I see that you... I've just Holy washed crap. my hair. Can you believe this hair? That's a lot of hair. It's horrifying. No, it's not. It's, it's a lot, but it's thin as can be. It's very thin, but it's gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's just so... Not thin. Let's say fine. Wow. It's fine as could be. It's so dark on the underbelly I know. It. That's embarrassing. Oh, pretty hair. When I look at the dark underbelly, I'm like, who's that lady in the front with the silver? And who's that lady in the back with the dark? And I can't just, it scares me. Old in the front, young in the back, baby. Is that what Purse you said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, we were going to say other things. No, but oh, what were you going to say about McDonald's? I was going to say, we used to eat in there all the time. And Daddy and I were saying yesterday, we can't remember the last time we went to McDonald's. It has been. Oh, same. Maybe 15 years. Yeah. We just don't ever step in there. We don't ever drive through. It, we used to be in there so much when you girls were I little. I remember. Because they gave out all the the toys and the prizes and they had special promotions for the movies and I had a friend that collected everything from those movies um, I think your father might be home your dog's acting oh. like she heard something she always acts like Doesn't she uh, we don't need him. Let's just continue. <laughs> okay. We used to, um, she used to collect everything from the movies. Don't you remember the mothers were fanatic about it? Like, if it was Lion King, oh, 100%. Get all of the that was figures. like the time to be a kid. Come on. Yeah. She had her entire basement. She had venues set up with different things from the different movies. And Do she was like a serious McDonald's collector. McDonald's toys saved? I don't. I don't even know. That's also when McDonald's was like, you would get like a mini beanie baby with a kid. I do meal. have the mini beanie babies upstairs in in the attic stored in a big container with your big beanie babies, but I should have sold all You those still ones. have beanie babies? Oh yeah. I've got the Princess Diana. Beanie. What? I've got the Princess Diana bear, the original, and and that's hard to find. Have you looked up how much that might be? Sometimes I look it up, but I, everybody has different prices, so I really don't know what to do. Holy me. shit. Hey, if anyone is listening and wants it for like a lot of fucking money. Enough to buy me another house. So that Let would us be, know. Let me just compute that. I'll get back to you. Like a million? That sounds good. I like that. I like that. We were talking about Memorial Day weekend. Yes. And I was saying that the fact that I never have plans for it ever. Like, I always, it's always my goal to be, like, dating someone who has a fucking lake house or has a group of friends who actually do stuff. And every year, even if I have been dating someone, literally I never have plans. I'm always in fucking town. But you've got to remember. And then I end up walking home Emma. completely drunk, oh sobbing in public because... It is. It is sad. That was me yesterday, and I'm not afraid to admit it. And it was a very sad situation. But I was overserved on. I was overserved on rose and thinking about how I'm 32 and single, and I hate everyone. And I was feeling very sorry for myself. I can just picture you stumbling down the street, mumbling to yourself, with drool coming out of the side of your mouth, going, "I'm so sad. I don't know anybody. I don't drool. I I cry. Anybody? You." 
You do, when you're not talking when you're talking to yourself? No, I don't drool when I cry. When you're talking to yourself? Um, a little bit, but I think I, I think right, literally at one point this. I was like the drool <gasps> the drool was dramatic license. I just wanted yeah. to make a visual there. You really just wanted to make it worse for me. I than just it already I was. can picture you stumbling and like, you know, tripping over a, a rock or I was. a sawed off I tree was. log or something. hundred <laughs> percent. Like I think at one point I was literally just dragging my feet like a child, like having a tantrum. Like I would not pick my feet up. Emily. I need to stop drinking so you, much. No, you need to remember you've lost sight of what this holiday's all about. <laughs> I totally have. It's men who gave their service to our country, and not about lives. you getting drunk and not having a date. Well, it's all relative. Let's have higher hopes for 4th of July. Don't say anything. You Let's, just said something. Okay, I don't want you to add to it. Just you shouldn't have said anything. Don't say anything else. Oh my God. As I was saying, the the whole Memorial Day and not having plans thing and how that always happens to me, it is so perfect for the question that I've chosen for us to answer this week. Um, and I'm going to let you read it. And Typically, I, I read the questions because I... Oh, hey, Cece, she's scratching herself. Um, typically, I have a better delivery. And the last time, the, fir- uh, the first and only time that Ellen got to read one, she did not feel good. And she, it was really bad. So we're going to give her another chance and see how she delivers I'm gonna this try week's to question. Re- you know what? I really do want to redeem myself because I, I think I did such a disservice to the lady who wrote in. And that was so cavalier of me to just... And I don't want to read this part. I'm going to do that part. And I yeah. just rushed through it. And it's like, she probably was like, I don't need your effing advice. I don't like your attitude. So I'm going to do better this Okay. Time. So, Ellen, please take away this, this week's question. Of course. I love the podcast with Ellen, so I need to ask a question. I don't have a long intro story to it. And I know Instagram can be deceiving, even though you're the realest stranger. Uh, I know we're actually friends who haven't met yet. Is that what she's suggesting to you? That there, you two no, she's friends. saying, even though you're the realest stranger, and then another parenthesis, in quotes, because I know we're actually friends who haven't met yet, I follow, end quote. But you make being the single gal in Whataburger look so damn easy. How? I'm the third, fifth, seventh, etc. wheel in almost all my friends' groups, and usually I'm good at it and not a total gremlin, but damn, it's tough sometimes, especially when some of my girlfriends are with kind of lame dudes who don't always think I'm funny, which I am. <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Same. <laughs> when I'm with just individual friends and their spouses aren't around, they make marriage sound so difficult, like they're thrilled to be out as quote-unquote singles. But then the spouses come around and it's like, Taylor who? I've always... Who's Taylor? Is this, this girl, the girl okay. writing in. Sorry we gave your name out. It's fine. Ooh. They don't know her last name. I've just... Oh, I'm going to tell it right now. <laughs> I'm not. I've just always lived... <clears throat> excuse me. My life by the classic Spice Girl lyric, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Not actually get with, but I think it's pretty important that your boyfriend or husband isn't a total dick to me. I would agree. When I'm clearly a friend of yours. Because if he is... I'll probably call him out or just avoid hanging out with you when he's also hanging out. That makes sense. That's what I would do. Same. And that's not fun to have to clip friendships because the partner is a dick. I'd love to get your advice and Ellen's on how to be down, be a down-ass single gal in this world of couples. Help. Signed. Spinster in a sea of spouses. Oh, that makes me sad that you said that. Listen, it is, it's fucking hard. Very. Like... And I've been dealing with this for 
forever. <laughs> and I dealt with it when I was single and everybody else was pairing off and I just couldn't find the one. Yeah, it's basically it the just, worst. It makes you feel like over drinking and stumbling home crying down the street. <laughs> Literally. And yeah. that's why I did what I did yesterday. Oh my God, but yeah. I mean, it's really like, this is what I always say. What a burger. That is my group of best friends. That's what we call ourselves. And the story is pretty funny. Basically, we started this group chat years ago and one of our friends was trying to write what in all caps with an exclamation point and her iPhone corrected it to Whataburger. I love that. <laughs> and we just thought it was the funniest thing and we just call ourselves Whataburger. People get very confused by it. We went to visit visit our um, college like several years ago. And right, we, Emma, this isn't about you. I, I, I'm, I know. I'm trying question. to get the background. Wait a minute. She I, doesn't care about Whataburger. Yes, she does. No. She fucking literally knows she our name. She mentioned it, but it doesn't sound like Okay, fine. Whatever. I think you need to give her the response that she's looking for. Okay. My response is the only, I swear the only reason that I have not completely imploded and moved off the face of the earth and hidden away in Antarctica as a single woman is because my... If you go to Antarctica, I'm not coming to visit you. My four best friends in Whataburger, their spouses are not friends. And that is literally the saving grace because if, if the men, all, like the men get along and like they'll hang and like, we'll do like big group stuff, literally like maybe once or twice a year. Um, and it's totally fine and whatever, but none of them are besties who hang out constantly and like have built these friendships with each other. And it is the only reason it's the only thing that's kept me sane because if my four best friends and their husbands were also best friends and they, they would do couple stuff literally all the time and I would always be the ninth wheel. Always. So you're saying that when you're with them and say it's two couples that you know then they're married and you, you come along for the evening, you're not treated like a, a fifth wheel. No, no, no. I'm saying that they don't do that stuff. Like the men... I know they're not friends, but I'm saying, Emma, if you went out with two of your... But I wouldn't. Okay, this is what I hear in (laughs) what Taylor is saying. It sounds like she feels like the fifth, sixth, and seventh wheel because these girls don't seem to engage her as a friend when they've got the distraction of their husbands and the other husbands in this group situation. Yeah, that is what she's saying, but I think she's saying more like generally, broadly, she's like... Literally all of my best friends are married and I'm not. So I have to be okay being the sixth, seventh, eighth, whatever wheel. I don't think you have to be okay. I think, like I told Emma, branch out and make new friends. Friends that aren't married. I know that's difficult. so difficult. I understand. But could you just find one girl that's sort of in your same situation that's cool and fun and likes to hang out? Can you just find one person? Mama, I'm sure that she has that. But it doesn't, like, it doesn't... She wants and to that's see her great. friends. Why do they have to bring their husbands along? They don't. And she said that when they don't hang out with their... When she said, when it's just the girls, that her friends basically complain about marriage and make it sound so difficult, and they're so happy to be out, like, being single, quote. And then their husbands come around, and it's like, Taylor who? Like, which sucks. And your friends shouldn't do that to you. That's fucking bullshit. And if their husbands are dicks to you, like... Yeah, A, you should call them out, and B, you should talk to your friends about it. Like, 
dude, Brian is an asshole to me. And see, if you do all that and those fellows are still treating you like that, just that's when I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be so me in these situations mm-hmm. and I'm going to make them squirm. I'm going to get in their face, not in an ugly, oh, I'm right in your face right now. But I'm just going to be myself to such a degree that they can take it or leave it and say, I don't want to, you know, go out with this girl and just let the girls go out with you. And I, I can totally relate to that, too. Um, but I think that's another saving grace of mine is like all of my friends, all of Whataburger's uh, significant others have embraced me for the most part. There's been a couple of moments that it was a little rocky or just like weird. But the more like the deeper and deeper our friendships have gotten, the more and more like it's like they're smart men. They know that their wife is friends with me for a reason and has been and so they've grown like I probably grown on them and they treat me with respect now. So I just think that their husbands really are like that with you. You it totally deserves having a chat with your friend about it because that's just fucking bullcrap. That would make me I completely understand why that upsets you so much. And I just like to interject that it might be my personality and it might be my age and it just might be the way it is. But it just seems to me that I've been around a lot of men who are way older than the guys that these girls are married to and they just aren't evolved human beings. Unfortunately, they don't know how to interact with a grown-ass woman or a mature woman or a woman who knows who she is and has something to say. It's just unfortunate to me that her friends have to tell their husbands, look, this is what's going on. You're not interacting with Taylor. We don't want to leave her out. You've got to step it up. I really dig this girl. You've got to be friendlier. You should engage her. I can't believe these guys can't realize that on their own. I just think... Well, it just sounds like they're assholes and they're really immature. Well, I don't think they're assholes. I think they're immature. And I'm just saying, as you get older, the same thing keeps occurring. A lot of your father's friends who are married, they don't relate to me... They talk to your dad when we're in a group situation of couples. A few of the men get it, and they will respond to me, and there can be a back and forth and an exchange, and I can totally be myself. But basically, they don't seek to chat me up. Not that I'm a fifth wheel or anything, but I'm just saying men have a really hard time connecting with women connecting like on a on a definitely like a friendship level for sure but to answer your broader question just in general it it fucking sucks when all of your best friends are married it sucks I mean like I don't have amazing advice for you because I've had more breakdowns about it than I can count and like I was saying when I started answering this question my only saving grace is that their husbands aren't besties And that's what has kept me sane. Like, we've established from the beginning that it's Whataburger. We love each other. We're always going to make time for each other. Sometimes it can be difficult because we have lots of stuff going on. And, you know, they obviously – I'm always available, but they have to, you know, kind of alert their significant other as to plans, check in with them, see what they're doing. But they have always made me feel a part of – us and um, you know if your girlfriends are not making you feel that way or like you said when you are just with them it's great and then when they're when you're fifth wheeling or whatever it sucks then that's just a conversation you need to have and in the interim and or in addition to that like Ellen was saying yes like you and you probably do have at least one single girlfriend um to do stuff with that you can count on. And maybe like, maybe she isn't a best friend. Maybe she's not someone you're going to tell all your deepest, darkest secrets to and whatever. But 
if she's good enough to go be social with and just like be out in the world with, then take advantage of, uh, don't take advantage of that, but definitely capitalize on that. Because other than that, like, I don't, I mean, that's what I do. Like I hang out with my work friends and, um, it's great and they're so fun and it's, you know, and I try and see Whataburger when I can, but I know like my friends in Whataburger, they're not the ones that I'm just going to call up and be like, Hey, really last minute. Do you want to go grab a drink on a Saturday? I don't think that's literally ever happened because it's just not how it is. Just summarize what I'm thinking while I'm sitting here. Her friends can talk to their spouses. It may not go anywhere and it probably won't. You'll have to see your friends on their own when their spouses aren't around or, or, and, or, like Emma said, find another friend that isn't as close, but you can do things with and like enough to hang with and do what I did in the end, which was I'm not going to let myself be in a situation where I feel this crappy all night and go home depressed. So I'm going to have to opt out completely because I spoke to them. They didn't hear me. I don't want to feel like this. And unfortunately, I'll either have to do things by myself, which sucks, or I'm going to have to find some friends who aren't married to do something with, even if they're never going to be my best buds. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it sucks when you're literally the only single friend left. I actually wrote an article about that years ago for Thought Catalog. And it was just like, you know, everyone around me, it's like, why did they get to have their person and be settled? And I'm like the token single friend out here floundering and having all my own complexes. But um, you just need to do put yourself in situations that feel the best for you. And I saw something on Instagram this week. It was so good. It was it said, pay attention to who you're around when you feel your best. I agree 100%. And that's what you should do. So if you feel like shit when you're fifth wheeling with that one friend and her husband is kind of a dick, then don't. Just don't. So I hope that helped. It sucks. Sometimes, like, every time we do these at the end, I'm so, like, worn out emotionally from I answering. Can, I can feel that, that coming <laughs> off of you. I'm, like, so drained that I'm like, God, I hope I said one helpful thing. And I'm like, now I'm depressed. I feel so bad for this girl. We shouldn't even be doing this pod. Like- Stop it! <laughs> oh, my God. Spiraling. Anyway, I really do hope that helped. And Taylor, roses are red and violets are blue. Find some new friends. Don't let anyone fuck with you. Tight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember to please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. I totally didn't even mention that. I mean, you guys already know that. But um, yeah, we got clear to be an Apple podcast. Super exciting. Please rate us between one and five stars. Leave a review with your words. That would be super tight. It helps get us in front of more people. And if you ever want to ask me a question, email me at emmasthing at gmail.com.